Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, your home for all things Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and so much more. Join Derek and Ian as they tell tales to astonish along this journey into mystery. Grab some snacks and settle in because Paperweight Entertainment starts now. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast. I'm your co-host, Derek Hoskins, and tonight I am unfortunately all alone to talk about. I'm kidding, I've got my good friend and yours, Mr. Ian You're Torrance. Really confusing for the ones watching the video. Nah, I, I'll, I'll, have my, I'll have you cropped out, it'll just be me. Oh, okay, that's fine. So Ian, how are you doing tonight? Coke is flat Pepsi. All right. So we're here to talk about Loki season two, <laughs> episodes three and four, since we took a little break and uh, talked about the fall of the House of Usher last week. Before we got on here, I was taking a sip. Go of- watch it. Yeah, it was really good. Our review, not sorry, House of Usher. that was that was that was Bob. That was your uh, Bob. That was Bob impression. So I was sitting here taking a sip of my beverage, which is A and W cream soda, which is pretty delicious. I actually like cream soda. Big fan. And Ian asked if I was drinking Pepsi. Even though he knows I didn't drink Pepsi because I Pepsi no, that's is I was making fun of you because you were acting like you were in a Pepsi commercial. I didn't ask if you were drinking that's Pepsi. True. I know you don't like it. That's true. I will drink Pepsi if there's no other options. And I mean no other options, like not even water. If, if water is not available, I'll drink a Pepsi. See, I don't understand why anybody would turn down a cool, crisp, refreshing Coke to drink literal battery acid that's colored brown. battery acid yes it's battery acid you slime yeah pepsi's disgusting i i don't understand and also pepsi was created years after coke why do they keep making things we don't need they cracked the formula they cracked the code uh, it wasn't good enough they had to perfect it they were like damn i don't know what this is but it tastes flat I don't know what Coke you're drinking that you think it tastes flat. All Coke tastes flat. Are you drinking Diet Coke? Like Coke Zero? So I actually... Because those um, do taste flat because... I actually actually do enjoy Coke Zero, actually. If I'm drinking Coke, it'll be a Coke Zero. Cherry Coke Zero is my favorite of the Coke Zeros. The only thing that... And we'll get to Loki eventually, but this is more important. The only thing that I think that Pepsi does that tastes better is like pre-bottled cherry Pepsi, I think tastes better than cherry Coke. Mm. Now, if you're if you're talking about one of like the freestyle machines like they have in some restaurants where you can actually they mix the syrup in as it's like going into your cup, cherry Coke wins by a mile. So yeah, good. that's fair. So good. Pretty much any any soft drink, any like soda fountain soft drink where they where the syrup isn't pre-mixed, where the 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 flavoring goes in afterwards is always better. Like the old style soda fountains were always better. These new freestyle ones yeah. that the Coke machines they have are always taste better. Um, I used to tell tales of going to. Uh, did you ever go to Rogers Corner when you were younger? No, I didn't. But they I think had they had the one. Best in, Jericho. I think I did have one once. I think they had them at Perry and Dunbar as well. Down down in they uh, did, downtown. I think, also, yeah. they had a, a soda fountain where you could get a cherry Coke. Mm-hmm. I think if I did get one, it was a long time ago because I did eat there every now and again. My dad loved Rogers Corner. Um, really? but, uh, that was when I was a Pepsi fan. Cause I didn't know any better. Did you know that? You know that, did you? 
I used to be. I'm a convert. I'm a Coca-Cola convert. Yeah, I remember because Bob used to drink Pepsi too. Yeah, Bob used to drink Pepsi. Uh, so we'd always drink Pepsis at bars when we go to play like games or yeah, shoot each other with airsoft guns. Or... Which is still some. I miss doing that, but I would die. Dude, I just remember being in his trailer and there being like 15,000 of those pellets all over the fucking mm-hmm. floor and couch. Well, the ridiculous thing is we would and get eyeballs. together. Yeah. The ridiculous thing is we would sit there in his trailer. So, like, there was not a lot of space. We not sit, a lot of space. We would sit, like, knee to knee on the on the couch, and one of them would be, like, on the, in Bob, well, Bob would be in his recliner, because nobody sat in Bob's recliner. Nobody sat in Bob's And recliner. so they'd be in the recliner, and we would just sit there with, like, shorts on, except for you, because you didn't believe in shorts. That's a good thing I didn't. And we would just, like, aim these little airsoft pistols at each other's knees and fire. But they were, like, the, the high-powered ones, too. They, they were. were like they the hurt so bad. Ones. Yeah, they would leave whelps. Yeah, my favorite was still hitting Dustin in the in the fingertip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll never good. I'll never forget that. I got him right right in the tip, right below the the cuticle on his fingertip. I was <sighs> playing with a different group of guys one time, and then we played airsoft guns. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so another like shotgun high powered. I shot it. it uh, he went to point his gun at me, and I shot him right in the finger, and it ricocheted off his finger and hit him in the eye. <laughs> that's what he gets what do we what do the odds? well what are the odds that nobody got seriously hurt because we weren't wearing any kind of eye protection we we were, we <laughs> were much younger and much more spry back then compared to now not saying true. we were spry but compared to now uh now i would be out for the season because we used to for those of you that can actually see the video used to basically take these knife hands when we would all sit there like the three of us usually and nobody else was really fair game it was mainly bob derek and i we would sit there and we'd be watching a movie peacefully as three three brothers three three boys <laughs> and we would just bam just jab the other one like right under under the rib cage just in like in an upward motion hard the, the kind of thing just that would just ah! drop, it would it would drive the wind out of you immediately oh yeah and so all you'd hear is ah! Ah! like you couldn't even ah! scream just Oh yeah, you Ow. couldn't you couldn't catch your breath, or we'd punch each other either right on the knee with a bent knee or, or right in the elbow. back of the elbow. Oh my gosh, we Bam. were so stupid. Paying attention, yeah, we were if we so did that dumb. Now, if I did that to you now, not only would you break in half when I hit you, I, I, would, I would, I would shatter my entire hand. I would just crumble to the ground. And what's what's sad is we talk about it like it was so long ago. We were all in our twenties. None of we were all adult, like grown adults. Yeah. We weren't like 15. We were yeah. probably like 20, 23, 20 to 23. Yeah. When we started doing that. Oh my gosh. We did so many stupid things. I miss it. I miss it too. But in all honesty, like I, I tell these stories to Allie. I'm glad we didn't just, do it nearly as much. Cause yeah. I, what, what did Allie say about it? She legitimately just shakes her head and she's just so baffled and disappointed. Really, this like, is when, really this disappointed. Is when your wife wasn't around a chaperone as she was in Oklahoma. <laughs> She was at college and she wasn't there to make sure we weren't doing something stupid. Lord knows we needed the adult supervision. We did. And Bob should have been that adult supervision. He's older than all of us. That's true. We were in his. He was usually the ringleader. Yeah, he was the one that started that crap. Don't forget, Bob would be in the recliner, but Bob would not always generously put on pants. Sometimes he'd just be in (laughs) his his boxers or something. (laughs) 
And for those of you wondering, oh no, it God. wasn't the kind that had the hole in the front. <laughs> or no, it wasn't the kind that had the button in the front. Yeah, no button. Had in the, the front. hole. <laughs> Every now and Bob, again, it's a little. Bob, your balls are showing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry about that. Just, no, but, but tuck them back in. <laughs> so it got brought up at work today. We We were actually talking about Loki. The show that we're here to talk about, and we somebody are here to had asked that. somebody had asked if I liked it, and Bob was like, "I think it was Corey." And Bob's like, or he asked how far along they were, and I told him like what episode they were on, and Bob said that's Ian's favorite, and Corey said really, and I was like, "Yeah, um, this season is really good." I said I love the first season, um, but you know it's it's not the end yet, so I, I don't know how how this is going to go. Um, I don't really know what we're building toward the first one. We knew exactly what we were getting into, mm-hmm. but we also had the benefit of knowing that um, he who remains or Kang for the matter was going to show up in, in, in the cinematic universe soon. And we knew that was going to be an Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. So we kind of knew what we were getting into yeah, we had an, an idea at least that it we was had coming. an idea of what was what was coming and uh you know they tried to uh they did a really good job of trying to like throw you off the track and make you think it was something else so with that being said this one uh i don't really know the 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 big bad or the the villain or where we're going with this but i'm still enjoying it yeah i am too and we so are we're two behind so yeah we so we're talking up. about episodes three and four which are i believe 1893 is the title of episode three and then the heart of the TVA is episode four. Uh, so again, when this is out, episode five will have already released. But again, for those that are just joining us now, we uh, we record before that episode drops, unfortunately. Um, and so I, I agree with you. I'm really loving this series. I'm not concerned about where it's going because I'm so intrigued. But Loki season one did have that, um, that benefit that they were dropping breadcrumbs. Anybody that knew the com well, not, I won't say anybody, but a lot of people that knew kind of where the characters were and who the characters were from the comics knew that Kang was kind of on the way and, and more than likely where they were going. Um, we got a great relationship between Sylvie and Loki. And in this season, they are, um, they're building to a mystery that we don't really know what it is yet. Um, you know, this, this last episode left with such a big cliffhanger that, um, I have no idea what's going to happen in this in this episode that's coming up after we get done recording here tonight. I I don't know. It was a real cliffhanger ending, um, but I am loving the show. I'm so sad there's only two episodes left. Um, if I have one major criticism with with the Disney Plus shows, it is season lengths. I don't understand why. Excuse me, why six episodes is like the mandated length for ninety percent of the seasons or for the. We were- Series? We were discussing that earlier too. Like, why is it that uh, there's only like six to eight episodes typically in these shows? Yeah, I just I think I, it's, I think it's because they're typically longer too. Well, they are, and I know they're very expensive because they they made the the decision when they decided they were going to start doing these shows that they needed to line up with the the theatrical releases, and I think they've done that for the most part. You know, you can tell these are TV shows. They have a slightly smaller budget, but like She-Hulk had a huge budget because they had so much CG in that, and they had to kind of make that at least close to what they were doing in the theatrical. And so I, I think it makes sense as a money-saving option, but also 
if you're going to need that big of a budget, why don't you instead go ahead and make a movie? Yeah. And then do less shows, do two shows a year and add a movie into the, into the mix. Um, so you do maybe three movies and two shows in a year or, or even three in one. Uh, because I think that one big problem that a lot of people have had with the MCU is the idea of oversaturation. Now, of course, that's not going to bother me because I'm I'm 100% in on the MCU. I have been since it started. But, you know, I have the rose-tinted glasses on for everything the MCU, and so I'm not concerned about that. But for, for a lot of people, there's been a ma- major problem with oversaturation in, in the MCU, and I think they've got to pare it down. And uh, I think one of the things they need to do, unfortunately, since I'm enjoying the shows is cut some of the shows. You know, they already switched Armor Wars to a movie. You know, do that. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I thought was great. It's one of my favorites. Could have been a movie. Could have been Cap 4. Fair. She, she I agree Hulk, with you. She-Hulk needed to be a series. Miss Marvel, I think, needed to be a series. But does... um. Does Loki have to be a series? I don't think it does. I think you could have pulled it off in a movie. But anyway, that's my really rambly thing about the MCU. There's been a lot of talk about the MCU this week. There was a Variety article talking about how the MCU is in in trouble and there's all these issues. And I disagree with most of their takes. Um, But, you know, I understand where they're coming from. I just don't think that it's in as much trouble as everybody thinks it is. All no. Right. no, are you done? But are you done. off your I'm, box? <clears throat> I'm always on my soapbox, buddy. But I will, I will concede and let you uh, let you speak. The episode where they go back in time was decent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my favorite. I, I didn't hate it by any means. I I did find some enjoyment in it, but for the most part, it just uh, wasn't the greatest. But but again, that's not saying it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this last episode I really liked. I do not, not like, and I've expressed this during our Ant Man and Wasp. Um, Ant Man and Wasp. Well, kind of. Yeah, Ant Man and Wasp. Quantum Mania. True. So I did express this during that episode, and I told you earlier. I'm not a fan of Jonathan Major's portrayal of Kang, and I'm not a big fan of how he's doing Victor Timeline. Now, did I say Victor or Victim? You said Victor, but I don't think you're going to have to worry about Victor Timely anymore. Well, he, well Victim <laughs> Timely now. Yeah, spaghetti. Um, I, said, uh, I said He Who Remains is my favorite of the three so far. I thought he did great in that. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand his dramatic pauses and how he... Pronounces sudden letters so probably I, I just don't I think it's over the top and it kind of it kind of takes it away from me and it just it takes me out of the element it takes me out of the character I'm I'm not a huge fan I don't hate him by any means um so don't come at me Derek but uh, I think it could be better I think he's a better actor than that I I don't understand you said that you like the iteration because you think that he's done three separate characters i don't agree with you i feel like the way that he talks two characters are very much the same but they're also a little different because 
of their morals and their choices. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But at times, like, I kind of question Victor Timely. Like, is he really a good good man? Is he not? I can't really tell sometimes. Now, toward the end of the episode, I think I kind of got my answer. Yeah. I thought it was very noble, very brave of him to be like, no, it has to be me. I should be the one that goes out there. I also think it's a little ridiculous that he made one contraption that is supposed to be like what set this whole thing in motion. And it's just this little ball with little spinning gears on it. Um, I think anybody could have made that. So with that being said, I, do you, do you think he's really dead? So I'll answer that. And then I'll, I also want to follow up on a couple of things you said. I, I think Victor timely is dead. I think Victor Timely is dead. However, the the visual of him turning into strands of ribbon candy ribbons and then disappearing makes me think that that is the origin of the army of Kangs that we've seen. That that is him being dispersed throughout the timelines. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe not. Maybe that's not what it is, but we know that he who remains said that he was from the 30th century, which is what Kang's origin is from. We know that Victor Timely is from 18, you know, the 1800s in Chicago, um, which is not the 30th century. And uh, Kang also from Quantumania comes from a, a whole other timeline. So if they're variants, why would they be in such drastic time periods? just randomly because you've got to think that a variant would have, because the whole idea of variants is that one thing diverged and it created a new timeline. How different would it have to be for him originally supposed to be born in like 1860. And then all of a sudden he's not born until, you know, the 30th century, um, which is, yeah, well, that's it. it's hard because it could be possible. You it know could why? be because anything's possible. Anything's possible. But, but anyway, but which is what confuses me to answer your question. I think Victor timely is dead, but I think that was the event that we just saw where he ends up in every timeline. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's me grasping it. Um, Victor timely straws, but, and that's, that's okay. That's okay. We can, we can speculate on this show. We do that a lot. Uh, let me ask you this. Did you see the reveal of who who pruned Loki coming? I thought from the first episode that it may have been Loki. Because of how timey-wimey this series is being so far, hmm. I thought that it was either going to be Loki or it was going to be like Brad. Because I just... I, I, I figured it would be Loki because that seems like something they were going to do in this season of how Loki pruned himself because that brings up all kinds of weird uh, bootstrap paradoxes, um, which is a really fun. We do not have time to get into bootstraps parad- bootstrap paradoxes, but um, look it up if you've never heard of it. It's pretty it's a fascinating rabbit hole to get get going down. Um, so yeah, I thought it may have been Loki, but I want to, before I forget, I want to, I want to talk about some of the things you said. Uh, one, I, I do disagree with you about Jonathan majors. I think that he is 
a world-class like once in a generation actor i think he's amazing i love everything that he's doing as as these different versions of kang yes he's over the top but i want king to be over the top because that's who he is in the in the comics is really over the top very very ridiculous and and better than everyone in his own mind i'm Um, okay with that version of over the top it's just i just think the pronunciation of words and the dramatic tone is just over the top i don't think his character is over the top well Uh, and i like that i like that the the over the top nature because i'll go with you it is the way he speaks and the way his his mannerisms have been in these characters i i do agree they are very much over the top but for some reason it works for me i really like it and uh because you're you're a fangirl i am a fangirl but (laughs) i i'm i'm hoping against hope that they don't abandon kang there have been uh we can get back to it but i wanted to hit on this real quick since we were talking about jonathan majors there have been some rumors and speculation that they're going to pivot away from kang and and pivot away from everything that they've kind of been planning with him and and go towards dr doom instead which i think would be a mistake to do that i think they need to finish out the storyline if you cut the storyline short fine uh, regardless of what happens with Jonathan Majors, because Kang is a multiversal being. Any actor can step in and play Kang. I think they need to finish the storyline out with Kang, no matter what happens with Jonathan Majors. Yeah, if he continues the with the role... He didn't look anything like his yeah. other selves. Yeah, if, he, if he's able to continue on the role, great. If he's not because of his own deeds and his own issues that he needs to get sorted out, fine too. Finish with the character, then go into Dr. Doom. I'm fine with them pivoting to Dr. Doom, but finish your story with Kang first. Um, So I also wanted to say that there was one other thing you brought up that I wanted to hit before we moved on to something else. Oh, 1893. Um, It, it wasn't a, it was a, there was a lot of exposition in that episode. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I can see that being one of the weaker ones of the series. However, the interactions between Miss Minutes, Ravona, and Victor Timely, I loved every every bit of it. The weird, jealous Miss Minutes. She is such a creepy, fun character that the I, I, I really enjoyed that. And I loved I love when Ravona overplayed her hand by calling herself a part or calling it a partnership between her and her and Victor Timely. I thought that was a great callback to something that had happened earlier in the episode with the uh, the guy trying to buy his patent and and do a partnership with them um so i think the writing in this show has been top notch i think it's been excellent um but yeah those was, are the things that was another thing that was another thing before we get into the last episode um he was basically a fraud a crook 100 yeah, so this man is is your savior and created all this great stuff like come on well i don't know that he come was on all- I, I don't know that he was supposed to be like the savior. I, I, they needed him simply because of his aura. They needed a version of he who remains just to be able to get through the blast doors. Um, and also, I think that he, I think he was genuinely a genius, but I just think he was, you know, he's a charlatan. He's a fraud that was just trying to make some money. But that device that he's holding looked an awful lot like Kang's energy core they used in Quantum Mania that he was trying to True. trying to get. So I do think that he was genuinely a genius. Um, but I also think he was kind of a, a poor scientist in 1800s Chicago and By the way, became a snake oil salesman. You brought it up, Ravona. Yes, let's talk about Ravona. 
She's crazy. What what an evil woman. She's crazy. Did not expect her to be that crazy. Oh. No. She 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 went dark. And Miss Minutes we knew was crazy because she was there was no reason for that clock to be that scary in the first season. Hi, y'all. Yeah. Ugh. She, she is terrifying. Kind of, she was kind of cheeky and fun in the first season, though. <laughs> Evil shenanigans. <laughs> Those shenanigans are cheeky and fun. <laughs> but yeah, so Rinslayer surprised me the most in the in the second or the fourth episode. Um, and that weird like prison cube thing seems like such a terrible way to die. Mm-hmm. The uh, the acting I don't remember the actor that plays Brad, um, but he did a really good job because they they stayed on his face for pretty much that entire death scene, and he 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 emoted emoted very well. He looked genuinely disgusted and upset, so I was I was impressed with that as well. Did you want hot chocolate when you were watching the show? Did you want a nice warm cup of hot chocolate? Actually, yes. I'm not gonna lie. Make me want hot chocolate. I did want. I did want a cup of hot chocolate. It's that hot chocolate. Chocolate machine. Machine. Okay, I was like, oh, that makes sense why he would be so intrigued and stuff like that. That makes sense, but Mm -hmm. God, the delivery of that line, chocolate. on my screen um we haven't talked about sylvie yet either in these two episodes which is something we no, discussed no. earlier today so what is happening with sylvie him trying to be nice and like hand the guy a cup of cup of hot chocolate i was like okay it's your first cup and you give it away that guy's had hot chocolate right especially and i'm sorry i've never met you before i'm not drinking something that you just put directly up to your lips and blew on sensually <laughs> like he had that cup to yeah. his lips. <laughs> that's not how you blow on somebody. Like I've got kids. I don't. That's blow not how you blow shit. on somebody. Is that what you well, you don't. That's not. That's, that's not how you blow, man. That's well. <laughs> that's not how you cool down something for another person. <laughs> I hope. I hope. I hope that anybody listening to this in the podcast form only, please go to YouTube and watch it just so you can see Ian's face. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's nice anyway, and cool for you. Nice and cool for you. But I was going to say, I've got it's, it's called hot chocolate, not cool uh, chocolate. I've got I've got kids. They can't drink overly hot beverages. It's not so called if they've got chocolate. something, if they've got something, I don't put the cup on my mouth to blow on it. What kind of psycho does that before giving it to another person? Yeah, just hand it to me. What I know that's a weird. For? I've got a weird soapbox to get on. I can you, I can so blow weird. my own cup. <laughs> But anyway, all right, let's talk about Sylvie before we get out. Get, and how is nobody ever hearing anybody sneak up behind him to get pruned? In all honesty, that's a good question. These guys are terrible at their Victor jobs. Timely never saw that dude walking up. No, and he was looking in that direction. Like, how he do you not notice that? there? How do you not notice that? And there's a bad <laughs> behind you. He would have already been dead. Yeah, and the guy, uh, the, the Minuteman that he pruned never heard him like it wasn't loud in there for the record i need to say derek made fun of me earlier well derek jumped my ass earlier because he thought i was making fun of victor timely frederick for having a stuttering problem i'm not making fun of i don't think he has a stutter like that i don't think that's what he does i think he just takes too 
long to let the like you can hear it in his chest when he speaks that he's keeping those letters in his like he's I don't just, know. just his I voice box a, is tightening up so much because I of how much definitions <laughs> that he's putting on emphasizing each syllable in every word. I saw it as a I'm stutter. surprised he doesn't pass out because he punch <laughs> fucking falls over because he looked like he was struggling. Like that's what I look like when I stutter. I know I know that look. I know that feeling. Hey, I'm sure some of it was a stutter. I just get like, even when he's not s- s- stuttering, like traditional like that, like I-, I just, I just feel like he's, he's overdoing the, uh, the pronouncing. He may be, but also uh, another way that people stutter is they don't necessarily do the st- 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 type of a stutter. It literally, no, and I, and I get like that. You've, you've seen me before when I just can't get a word out where I just kind of like, I'm, I'm trying to get it and it's like, it won't, come out with no sound at all so that's why why i read it as a stutter and i was only giving you a hard time because i know that you hate stutterers i don't hate stutterers which by the way stutter it's a hard word to say when you have a stutter it is i like the song stutter i had one this morning i don't remember what i was saying i think i was trying to say thing and i actually got thick like over at least six times before I'll finally just thing, and then I yelled because I was annoyed. Six, sixty-six six, times, six times, sixty-six. <laughs> I will uh, always do that. It's it's so infuriating. Not that stuttering in general. It just uh, if you've never anyone watching or listening, if you've never had a stutter, just consider yourself lucky. It is annoying. <laughs> Anyway, Sylvie, speaking of annoying things, let's talk about Sylvie in the third episode. (laughs) For God's sake, Sylvie, pick a lane that makes sense. Like, Loki is doing nothing but speaking absolute undisputable truth. If you you like your your spot on your little timeline you got there, you know who's going to destroy it time itself if we don't do anything like it's going to go it's all going to go away if we don't do exactly what i'm trying to tell you the tva is the only thing that's going to keep it alive right now no doesn't matter i'm going to kill him i said i was going to kill every version of him and every timeline well then you're an idiot you're just a stubborn idiot it doesn't make any fucking sense they're not all the same no you should know that because you're a variant of loki i know like that that was what frustrated me so much. It's she's looking at this guy who's a variant. It's not he who remains. It's clearly not. Just like she's not Loki. She doesn't even let herself be called Loki. She Why much would... other Lokis? I know. I'm so glad because when when season one ended, Sylvie was my favorite character of the show. I Agreed. loved her. Agreed. She was great. I was so disappointed when she came in in the second episode and had such a chip on her shoulder, but it made sense because of how the season one ended. But then when it carried over into into episode three and then a little bit into episode four, I was a little nervous that they weren't going to have her kind of see reason and understand that, Hey, maybe I'm wrong in this finally. So I was very happy by the, by about the midpoint of episode four, when she finally kind of begrudgingly, I mean, she, she could still be annoyed about it, but she kind of shut up about it and just was like, okay, fine. You're right. Let's just get this done. Let's get it fixed so we can deal with it. Um, you know, I can, it, it's fine. She can still be mad about it. 
but just be reasonable. Because you, she fulfilled her vengeance quest in the first season. Mm-hmm. It's time for her to start kind of trying to heal a little bit and and moving on. So I'm I'm glad that she finally did that, and I'm now looking forward to what she does for the rest of the two episodes that we have left because I love Sylvie. I think she's a very fun character. I was very disappointed in her those couple episodes. Agreed. Agreed. Right. I, hope she, I feel like she is getting a little better. Yeah, it seemed like it. It really did. But still, we got and, we got a long ways to go, sister. Yeah, we still got two more episodes, and I I don't I don't mind her being antagonistic. I don't mind her being mad at Loki. I just don't mm-hmm. want her making stupid decisions over and over and right. over again. Because like she can stay mad at Loki all she wants. Loki Loki's a screw up. That's kind of what he does. That's what he's known for. Let him let her be mad at Loki. Just just make better choices, Sylvie. Make better choices. I just think it's it's really funny that. She keeps jumping his shit for like, oh, well, now all of a sudden you want to help the DBA and you're a big hero and you're this and you're this. And he's just like, listen, everyone mm-hmm. will die if you don't do this. Right. Everybody, not just here. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to die. Yeah. Everything is going to fall apart. There will be no such thing as anything. No time, no universe, no timeline, no nothing. Mm-hmm. She just is not grasping the concept. Right. And it's it's infuriating to watch. Yeah, it really was. And that's why, like I said, I was so glad when she finally kind of reined it in and started thinking a little more critically. Because <laughs> again, in the second episode, when she showed up again, she had every reason to be annoyed at Loki because she still is thinking of what happened at the end of season one. She still thought he wanted to just go and rule the TVA. She, he wanted the throne. So it made sense, but I'm glad that she's she is making better better choices now, and I hope it continues that way. And also, I love love, and even though it's a weird relationship, I want them to be happy, and I want them to be together. It makes sense that he would fall in love with himself. It does. It's the only person he could really love. <laughs> Wasn't that a Mobius quote? I think it was. All right, I got nothing else. I think that's a good place to end, unless you got yeah. something else you want to hit. No, no, it was just it was uh it was going to be the same stuff over and over. So it's probably best that we take a little take a little stopping point here. So yeah, uh, so yeah, so what do you guys think about these last couple episodes? What are you thinking of the series overall? We only have two episodes left, and uh, we'll hit the penultimate episode next week. And um, yeah, I just <clears throat> excuse me, I'm really enjoying the show. So I'm I'm curious what everybody else is thinking. So let us know. Um, if you haven't already, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, ring the notification bell, share this video with all of your friends and family and coworkers, and even your enemies. Share it with your enemies. If you don't like us, share it with them. It'll be a great punishment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'll really yeah. stick it to them. Yeah, really stick it to them. And then uh, if you're listening on the podcast, don't forget to rate and review us, please. That would be wonderful. If you're listening to us in Germany, which surprisingly enough is our, our second highest uh, listener like location, Hi, from America. We appreciate you listening. I need to learn some German, other than like the ones that everyone does. Yeah. Oh, that's Can't, just yes. That doesn't just... make any fucking sense, does it? <laughs> yes. Uh, um, we need to I was, learn more German. I was gonna say thank you, but um, my my accent is terrible. So anyway, so thank you. Obviously, you at least speak a Donka. little bit of English. Danke is yeah. Danke, shame. Thank you so much. And also to everyone in America, (laughs) thank you so much.
this this got this got out of hand quick um, between we're we're so sorry germany <laughs> next week our our listenership in germany is going to be zero we've offended weird, an we've entire tanked. company we've we've offended an entire country oh my gosh all right uh again thank you so much for listening thank you for watching don't forget to uh support the show uh click all of our social media links follow us on there uh check out our merchandise store and um, if you want more from me, don't forget to click the link for Nerd Initiative. That's also in the description of this episode. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for watching. For Ian, I have been Derek. This has been the Paperweight Entertainment Podcast, and we will see you next time.